This is Evangela Mary L. McCracken, and you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. You're, 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 you're listening to me. Listen, 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 listen. I wrap up and tangle up with the Lord. I am fat up because I'm on my way to heaven and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Welcome to um, another episode of the Worship Podcast. Amen. Um, featuring Harley's trotting again. This nigga's always here now. I don't know wow. what's. I don't know what's going on. He's the latest cast member. Where I, I go, he goes. <laughs> um, I am Andre. I am Andre's friend, I'm a <laughs> special guest. This bitch. And once again, this is the Worship Cod Podcast. We Cod Past. yes. We are a podcast of two fat, black, queer, churchy-ass niggas discussing our healing and uh, what the fuck we're doing to um, get past these awful things that um, happen to us during the course of our lives. You know, dealing with it, growing, learning, being better, falling back, getting better. Backtracking, getting better. You know, it's a process out this bitch. Yes. Um, so, uh, so nigga, how was your week? We actual, actual week. week. Actual several, seven days. Seven. Oh, my God. Wow. Look at, look at us. us. I feel like there's a queer cycle of doing new things that needs to be named. Mm-hmm. Like... Anytime I'm talking with my friends, like, we're always, of course, discovering new things about uh, ourselves. I feel uh-huh. like that's the premise of this podcast Uh, but um like anytime i'm talking to my queer friends about like some realization that they've had it's always like and yeah i've been practicing this thing and really been into it for like five days (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like that's a whole like black queer meme like yeah 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 i've been really deep into this practice for like three hours it's really changed my life um but anyway, no, I don't but for even... real because like we ain't got the time. No, we ain't got the goddamn we don't. time. Bless God. Well, here we are. Um, surprisingly consistent. We're trying to do this for the anniversary yes. of worship. Whenever that is. Yeah, I have to. I have to look and see. I all I remember is that the first episode was named something about Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey on, on a full, full moon. moon. That's what it was. <laughs> wow. Um, so what have I been doing? That's, that's the question. Um, I've been setting boundaries with niggas. Amen. Bless God. Um, I have done a lot of cool shit. Okay. So yesterday I DJed my first show. Hallelujah. (laughs) And, um, at the show, so I actually DJed at my own party. It was a Black Film Brunch okay. uh, 
party. And um, I DJed and a black femme who was there was like, hey, bitch, you're doing pretty good. You want (laughs) to DJ next weekend for money? Wow, bitches is getting paid. So that's a whole thing that's happening. Um, I also did my first ever demo, BDSM demo yesterday. That was really cool. I was a bottom for the... Oh. (laughs) So we were demonstrating. Okay. Well, um... I think you told me about this when you told me about your trip to that thing. No, that this literally happened yesterday. No, I mean when you told me about your trip to that. Oh, weekend reunion. Yeah. No, what you were talking about was a scene. Yeah, yeah, that was a scene. Uh huh. Yeah. It. So the demonstration is like a condensed version, like a one hundred and one of like how to do a scene. Okay. So we were demonstrating um, flogging and impact play, Um, and I got to be the bottom for that, and um, yeah, it was fun. Y'all, Harley is just running rampant right this now. Nigga took two lines, like nigga. <laughs> he was like a bump for me and a bump for me. <laughs> Y'all, so we're again we're trying to do this consistency thing. We're yeah. seven days in, yeah. seven whole queer black ass days in. Harley, I'm going to thump you. I'm going to thump you, you precious lamb of God, okay? <laughs> I need you to know that, okay? Just chill out. Um, I so, I just got back from D.C. today, and Dre was like, let's record at your house. And, sorry, at your home studio. Yes. And um, I was like, great, cool. Um, forgot my suitcase with all my actual podcast stuff in it in D.C., um, but I remembered that I had wireless microphones Amen. and Dre was like, bitch, I'm going to sit right here <laughs> until your crusty ashy ass figures it the fuck on out. And I really appreciate that. Cause now I know how to do a new thing. Yes. So right now we are recording with wireless mics for the yes. first time ever. And it's really cute. And mm-hmm. we can monitor the sound a little bit kind of, but mm-hmm. like I said, garage band just said no bitch. Yeah. Um, so, wow, I'm just really spiraling out <laughs> of what I'm supposed to be talking about. So anyway, um, DJed my first set yesterday. Also, my DJ name is Marsha May I. Okay. Like, Marsha P. Johnson, may I fuck these niggas up? Um, so that's my DJ name. So, um, that's what I've been doing. Um, so, um... The fellowship that I applied for got back to me and was like, bitch, you didn't get it for the second year in a row. Uh, <laughs> so that was good to know. Um, <laughs> I applied for to present a workshop at um, this college access thing um, around like intersectionality around uh, college access. And... Um, And yesterday, while I was, like, doing all these brand new things and DJing and everything, I did not realize until this morning that Ntozaki Shange passed. And I was like, oh, man. Like, hmm. I met her maybe two or three years ago um, at a reading 
and a talk that she had with uh, Jamila Jamila Sullivan. It's kind of sad this morning finding about the passing, the transitioning, okay, um, of Ntozaki Shange. But wow, what a fucking fire starter. Mm. Amen. How about your weekend? That week. It's been a whole seven days, yes. Mm-hmm. Seven whole days. Uh, what did I do? We present to you, listeners of the Worship Podcast, a brand new uncle, Uncle Peaches. <laughs> An uncle for the third time. Nigga more. Seventh it's time. Around there. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, I think it's seven. Yeah. Seven whole nibblings. Um, like so many little nigga children. Um, thank God. Thank God. God, how do I say this without sounding bad? I feel like I know exactly what you're about to <laughs> okay, say. Okay, so I don't have to say it. No, you have to say it because I need confirmation <laughs> of like whether or not I know you to this degree. Thank God that... This is your sister's um, child. Huh? Nothing, go ahead. Thank God that uh, none of these niggas diluted our gene pool with uh with them the white okay i didn't know what you were gonna say okay all right great (laughs) great 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 i'm just glad that uh we're you know black babies yes i'm just glad there are more black babies i was a little afraid when i saw a little sunshine i was like (laughs) baby you you're a little light whole ass black baby that's a black baby Um, you know um but you know if you look at who my brother is you would think that that nigga would produce mm. mixed children um whew, but thank god yes i am this nigga was born yesterday uh, wow wow just and a little baby negro little swan come out. it was oh i don't even this was an experience son. <laughs> like christ Say almighty more. But she did great. She did Sunshine or my sister okay. did great. Um push that nigga right on out. Um evict that yes. nigga. But it was so wild because the head is like the wildest shit to get out. Mm-hmm. After that the body just kinda flops Ooh, out. It's oh so weird. It's so weird. Oh uh, okay, I'm shaking. <laughs> I can't. I'm about to faint. Oh Lord. <laughs> And it's so wild how, um, even though, like, I know, but, like, the babies are born, like, just looking basically clear. And then they get their color as, like, you know, t- time goes. So, like, she's she's a little darker now. Thank wow. you, Jean Socks. Um, but when she was born, she was, oh, she was white as hell. Uh, except for that baby <laughs> ears, <disgust>. you know. <laughs> but, you know, them ears give the color. I was like, mm-hmm. hallelujah. Yeah, yes, God. There's some color in this house. <laughs> so yeah, that was an amazing experience. I uh What yeah. was the best part of it? Um, Watching your sister give birth. Just when they put the baby on her chest and she just started crying. <laughs> and my mama started crying. And I was and the daddy was you were crying. crying. Yeah, oh it was my just God. I was just like, Wow, what I was gonna Harley, if you fuck up this recording, I'm fucking you up. Okay? He almost did. 
Wow. Harley almost just pulled down he this did. entire recording setup <laughs> that wow. I worked tirelessly. To get this damn tennis ball. <laughs> He's serious about this shit. You need to go to rehab, nigga. <laughs> he does. This is ridiculous. <laughs> tennis ball rehab for you, bitch. Um, but yeah, it was. Put it so- under my fupa. <laughs> It was a surreal experience. I am grateful for having seen it. Like, woo! Mm. Um, yeah. Amen. And I was able to hold her today. And mm. that baby's so chill and relaxed. And she just looked like, like it. Not a care in the world. Yeah. That's the that's the black-ass baby way to enter the world, <laughs> yo. Because the rest of your life, I'm not wishing this, but it only gets more stressful. Oh, God. Yes. So I'm, why not enter the world just with a blunt in hand? Okay. That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> just it looked like that ready. nigga was smoking blunts all in utero. Just <laughs> relaxing. I'm good, bitch. <laughs> I'm good. You talking all that? You talking about monitors right, and shots? Right. I'm good. <laughs> I ain't even going to cry for y'all hoes. <laughs> I'm going to just wave. <laughs> I'm here, home. Wow. So, yeah, that was the highlight of my week. Um, she went into labor. So, her due date was, like, the that Wednesday, and she mm-hmm. went into labor that Thursday. Wow. And it, she was in labor for three black-ass days, my nigga. I thought you were going to say three minutes. Oh, no. Three days? How no. does that? Like, she was having contractions. That baby would just have three. to be canceled. <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetheart. We're going to have to try again next year. for three days. Um, yeah. And she was trying to, you know, do the whole natural way. And, she got to um, have some, some weed chocolate <laughs> if she's going to do it that way for three days. Yeah. But then after a while, she was like, actually, no, because I need some rest. So, yeah. yep. She went Did she have, like, the pool thing and everything? Or was she... You said you said the natural oh natural like, birth not natural. at home I was thinking about at no home birth. yeah no just okay. like without um any type Epidural. of like yeah but she got that shit and she was like uh huh now I can rest hey yeah because like that nigga was not gonna push out no baby as tired as she was wow period mm. so thank God for modern medicine and yeah. thank God that baby came out chilled mm-hmm. um yeah that was pretty much the highlight of my week yo. Black Mamas Matter. Yes, absolutely. Bless God. And I am just feeling the glow. Come on, glow. Yeah. Come on, residual glow. <laughs> yes. That's how yes. I, I didn't give birth, but the nigga next to me did. Yes, yes. Yes. And then me and my mama talked about me having kids. I was like, What did Girl, you say about that? She was like, uh, you know, all of my kids got kids. We just waiting on you now. I was like, okay, girl, look. So... <laughs> But if your kids have kids, why do you need for this kid to have kids? I'm saying this math does not add up for I me. Like, I told my mom, look, if I don't have kids within the next 10 years, they just ain't happening. <laughs> they just are not happening. And, um, yeah, so we'll see within 10 years if if these niggas come. Um, if not, Amen. I'm not doing it. Bless God. <laughs> look, I had a friend hit me up the other, like, a few weeks ago. Um... Cause I, I feel like I've shared with everybody in my like everybody that's important in my life the way that I want to raise kids. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Yes. Yes. And this friend hit me up and he was like, "Look, I'm like I love this idea. Mm-hmm. Let's do this." And then I was talking to another friend and she was like, "Yes, let's absolutely do this." So I have two niggas who are interested in co-parenting Amen. 
one little queer ass black ass child Amen. or maybe two Amen. and i'm excited about it that sounds dope as i'm well. excited okay so that is how our week has been <laughs> it is time to start this fucking podcast yes god all right here we go you really need all right like you raw and honest raw and honest it is time for the raw and honest raw and honest honest uh and honest raw honest honest <laughs> I'm here for Ronis. This is the Ronis segment. <laughs> so, um, what? So, the Ron Honest segment. Amen. <laughs> Thank on, you. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Yes, God. Oh, consistency is a what? <laughs> Practice, God. Um, okay, so the Ron Honest segment is the time when we're thinking about an aha moment that hit us this week. Um, something that we realized about um, our journey um, of navigating our healing that um, opened up a new opportunity to heal more. The Red for Filth segment, basically. Dre always want to throw in some. That's it. Some fucking. I want to say self deprecating, but reads don't have to be self deprecating. But I feel like sometimes on here, they mostly just they be self deprecating. It doesn't matter. Okay, so. What's your Ronest? My Ronest for this week is um, related to this whole birthing experience. Um, so during the birthing experience um, of my sister, it was highly emotional and highly, um, nigga, it was just beautiful. Highly emotional, highly, highly every emotion that you can think of, um, because this is. My sister's the baby of the family, and she's my younger sister, and she's having her first child. And it was like just a swirl of just feels all over the place. And I felt all of them um, internally and, you know, externally, I guess you could say. Because yes. niggas is out here, like, tearing up and shit or whatever. Yeah. And so because of these things happening... Um, I realized that I'm not necessarily as um, damaged as I like to tell myself I am. Oh, you know, mm. I'm just like completely damaged and incapable of human emotion. Um, it's just, you know, that I'm jaded. It's like just jaded, just being jaded and uh, mm. um, because of different situations happening. And um, like I used to say that I, I, I think I'm beyond repair or whatever the fuck. I used to say a lot mm -hmm. of things about myself. Um, but realizing that, you know, their emotional connection is still there. It just takes something that I see as actual, actually pure mm -hmm. and, like, beautiful to happen for me. Like, oh, and mm -hmm. it inadvertently happens. I'm like, oh, so I'm capable of feeling such emotions. Mm -hmm. It's just that um, you niggas ain't doing it. Um and uh, I don't know if that's a bad thing or just a thing. Yeah. Um, you niggas just might be. Let me, all right, let me bring it back because I was about to go into. You a were about rant. to go into a place. I felt it. Yeah, I let saw me, it. Yes, <laughs> let me bring it the fuck back. Yeah, so I'm just gonna stick to this. Um, it's a self read. It's not. <laughs> I'm about to throw real. it on you niggas. That's so real. Uh, <laughs> What is this about, Andre? Um, yeah, so definitely emotional connections for me are possible. 
uh, vulnerability is possible. It's just that I have to allow myself to feel these things by, I think, by by doing a lot of things, but just the basic realization that it's possible and that it's not, I'm not broken. Um, it's a narrative that I definitely have liked to tell myself for a while, um, especially, you know, so that I have an excuse um, not to give these niggas time for real. Even if these niggas seem genuine, um, it's just me like, oh, so there's actually, if I do this, if I get into this with you, um, there really won't be anything. Um, when there absolutely can. This is what you go into things thinking. Yeah. Like this, you know, I can't mm. really give you too much because um, I am kind of broken to an extent. We so, all are. Huh? Yeah, I mean, like, but I'm I'm saying to myself, I'm creating this narrative around someone who I may be seeing saying, oh, like, eventually, this shit is going to have to be cut off because I can't go past a certain point. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, I can. It's just that I have to work at whatever is blocking that. Mm. Um, so it's like... Basically, to sum it up, it's me realizing that um, I have to work at this. And it's not something, it's something that can be worked on as opposed to something that's just innate in me. And it's like, oh, damn. So, oh, so this is possible. So I got to, when I, when I come to a realization about myself, I no longer like have it in me to just ignore it. Mm. <laughs> like it's always in the the forefront or like the middle of my mind where I'm like, actually, Andre, no, like this is not something mm. that you cannot work at. Like it's something you absolutely can work at. Um, so just say that you don't want to work at it and go. <laughs> like instead of being Woo! like, um, oh, I just it's just not something I can do. No, you absolutely can. You don't feel like it. So let's let's just say that. Wow. Let's and be call and be done. Yeah, and be done with it. I saw this meme like a few weeks ago that was like, or maybe it was a meme. Oh no, it was a Duran Bernard video, and he was like, um, "If you can't say amen, just say ouch." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I that's like that. So real. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. So that that yeah, that's basically my run honest. Um, uh, start. Yeah, all of that. I don't. Ouch." Ouch. Yeah. That's actually what the raw and honest should be called. <laughs> wow. We might switch it, y'all. We might. <laughs> we might switch that shit up. Yeah. Um, so for me, mine is kind of in the vein of, of where you landed. Mm -hmm. Um. I told y'all I live on the internet. I mean, y'all know that. Mm. Most of y'all who listen know me only from the internet anyway. <laughs> so anyway. Um... My friend Shanae posted, uh, I think it was like a meme uh, the other day um, that was like, you know, what I should be doing, writing, and then like what I am doing, thinking about something that I want to write and going through the entire narrative of it in my head and then forgetting it and never <laughs> being able to return to it. And um, Oh, God, yes. Wow. 
a mood. Um, and I feel like that so often is like my modus operandi. Like I am just like, I have an idea in my head. Let me um, stew over an idea and mm-hmm. in, in my head and like never actually enact the thing. Um, but I think this week with all of the new things that I was doing and like actually finding like points of success in, mm-hmm. um, I think my raw and honest this week is like, you must try. Um, mm. You must do. Um, actually, no, I do want to switch. You must do. Um, because I feel like try can look like a lot of things. Yes. It can look like you know, ruminating over mm-hmm. a thing um, endlessly. Yes. Um, but doing is an action. Yes. Um, so this week I, I did a lot of doing and that is not something I spend a lot of time with. <laughs> um, so that was a really important um, like aha for me. Yeah. And like, bitch, you can do the shit that you're like ruminating over in your head and have been for years. Like you can just do it and you'll be what all a right. Novel concept. <laughs> and, and the world won't stop and you'll still have the, this firm ass hairline you have. Your ass will still be there. You know, might be a little bit thicker. Okay. If you just do the shit that is in your head, yeah. just do it. Yeah. I feel like I'm Shia LaBeouf right now. I feel I like I was, <laughs> I was, I was thinking about saying do that, it. but I was like, "Do I want to mention this man?" Do it. Yeah, sure. Let's <laughs> let's bring that nigga on into the room. Wow. Um, if y'all haven't seen, that, if you haven't seen that, you probably whatever. Anyway, you've seen that. <laughs> yes. Somewhere, um, somehow. But yeah, I just encourage everyone. No, this is not about everyone. This is about me. Thank amen. you for that reminder amen. earlier. Okay. Amen. amen. This is about me. So for me as a person who is constantly in my head, constantly thinking about the things that I could be doing, could be doing better, and all the while not actually trying to do any of the things, <laughs> just thinking about how I could be doing them better yes. um, or doing them. Yes, so, God. yeah, this was, a, this was a great week of creating the evidence that I need um, to know that, the shit in my head can be done. It can't happen. So it's lit. Yeah. Also, in my DJ set, I played a bounce version of fucking Take Me to the King. And we it... need more bounce <laughs> versions of gospel hits. Like we really do. I'm gonna start now that I figured out how to do it. Um, I'm definitely gonna be making Amen. some fucking bounce gospel. I'm, I'm in fact gonna be doing that this week so for this set for next that. weekend. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I am, by the way, if you're in DC, you should come to Tropicalia next weekend, um, in Northwest on U Street. I will be DJing the BYP 100 Rent Party Halloween Edition from 4 to 8 p.m. It's a day party, um, November 3rd at Tropicalia, and the address is 2001 14th Street Northwest. Wow, I'm really about to DJ a thing. Nigga, it's wild. This is wild. <laughs> this is so fucking silly that I'm about to fuck my goofy ass is about to DJ a thing. <laughs> Nigga. Oh, God. Anyway, you okay, do so the fucking yeah. Thing. <laughs> That's my raw and honest and ouch because I've been living 28, almost 29 whole Negroid ass it years coming, yes. just in my head. 
not doing a thing, just thinking about everything. So that's where I'm at. This Saturn return to kick niggas ass. Oh, oh my god! Everyone, let's all just <laughs> take a shot of Topa Chico, please. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no. Next segment. Next segment. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next segment, nigga? The next segment is called Church Affirmation. Amen. Um, this is a. This is um, Andre's segment solely. <laughs> Solamente. It is a time where we talk about the actual, real translation of the Word of God. Um, not that bullshit that y'all be talking Amen. that shit that y'all be talking is not of God it's of your damn flesh it's your flesh and it's weak and it's weak just like that James version but yeah we just um, pick a verse um, and we, uh, we do yeah. yes. <laughs> and we give the true and living uh, translation of it we do it collaboratively so this week um, I will be coming from... I'm not even going to give a book and a verse. You will have to Google this shit. So basically, Ooh. I'm just going to talk about um, the God saying, be fruitful and multiply. Um, so in the Bible, God does say, it's mo- mainly in Genesis, about fruitful, be fruitful and multiply. He says it in a few verses. Genesis one twenty eight. Yeah, he says it in one twenty two as well, and I think one more place. But um, yeah. So the niggas talking about uh, the nigga. Uh, the niggas saying, "Go ahead and also be fruitful <laughs> and multiply and replenish the earth and you know take the me and all that good shit." Um, first of all, let me say I think white people took that low too far. That verse, uh, take dominion. They took that a little too far. Um, quite far, actually. But uh, well, that's something for another time. Uh, this is strictly for the niggas in the room. Um, be fruitful and multiply. A lot of people tend to like uh, pigeonhole that to just uh, producing children. Mm. Um, but Compulsory heterosexuality will do that to you. I swear to God. I swear to God. We'll do um, just producing offspring. And that is the actual... Um, yeah, that's pretty much what y'all think that be fruitful and multiply means. Produce offspring. Most of that, most of it, um, most of them children that y'all don't give a fuck about and weren't planned. But we're not. <laughs> we won't go there. Oh my god! Uh, right now, at least one day. Um, so be fruitful. The be fruitful uh, portion of that. Um, for me, it just means to um, use the gifts and the talents you've been given. To fucking just basically use them shits. Mm. Like make sure that the uh, the gifts you are giving are shown and that they are used to their fullest potential. The multiply part to me, while it can mean you know produce children all that shit, um, to me it means multiply in terms of the people that you inspire mm. and uh, the parts of you. That you leave behind. Let me say something. So for all of you niggas that watch um, This Is Us, right? Which is this NBC... Are you about to give a spoiler? No, no. Um, this is uh, this is like the first episode of the new season. We're on like the fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, fifth, sixth, maybe fourth? Anyway. No so <laughs> so in um, early in this season, 
um, yeah, I think it was the first episode. They were talking about uh, Kate is out here trying to have a kid or whatever. And what she said was, um, I'm the only one that can carry on a piece of dad. Um, one, because she thinks that her, bro- her, uh, her white brother, Kevin, uh, he really doesn't want to be a father. So she's like, okay, whatever. And she said, yeah, she said I'm the only one, but she didn't consider Randall. Why? Because he's not biologically his son. But one thing I want to say um, about Randall is that of all of Kevin uh, of Jack's kids, Randall is the most like him, even though he didn't come from him biologically. So when I say the whole multiply part, Jack multiplied his personality, his uh, his love, his care. Into mostly into Randall, even though he wasn't his. So when it comes to the multiply part, multiply your gifts, multiply your talents, multiply all these things into the next generation, mm-hmm. into other people. Carry that shit on so they continue helping other people, um, shaping the future, all that shit. You don't necessarily need to have children in order for this thing to take place. As long as you're using the shit you were given, that you know were God-given, um, and you're helping other people who may want to walk similar paths mm-hmm. um, get to their next level, then I think that you're out here being fruitful and multiplying completely. Um, there are a, a lot of you niggas, though, that are out here who are giving gifts, and you're like, bitch, I'm keeping this shit to myself. And all you niggas who are trying to come up uh, actually stay down there. Mm-hmm. And the, the wild thing about this shit is that each generation is supposed to be better than the last. That's how the fuck it's supposed to be. But for some reason, a lot of you niggas just wanted to stop at you. And I don't understand. But anyway, so yeah. That's my um, my translation of that verse. And I think a really important thing that you like have pulled out from this verse is like... I mean, exactly your point. Like, of... There are so many ways to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. There are so many ways to multiply. Mm-hmm. And I'm really appreciative of um, of, of queer folks mm-hmm. and of black folks and of black queer folks, mm-hmm. like all three of those communities mm-hmm. um, who out of necessity have had to reshape and rethink what families look like, yes. what it looks like to create legacies mm-hmm. um, when you're being very intentionally disenfranchised as a black or brown person, as a queer person, when you're, um, when you are legislated out of being able to have families Mm -hmm. as a queer and trans person, Mm -hmm. um, what then, how then do we carry on legacies? How then, um, do we fulfill the desire to like grow humans? Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I just love the way, like the ways that that shows up, mm-hmm. um, both in like ballroom yes. houses and like also just thinking about what I was talking about earlier of like queer folks like, oh, we don't like, I don't have to be miserable and be a parent. Like I can surround myself and my children or my family um, with people that will love and support and actively care for us. Absolutely. And that doesn't have to require uh, me having this, you know, deep and fucking um, 
what is the word loyal bond mm-hmm. to my family my blood family right. that can look like me creating my family mm-hmm. and um i'm just very interested when I'm a, a longtime ancestor to see what these niggas down here on crusty ass earth, <laughs> how they're documenting lineages. Yeah. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, maybe, but like, I just feel like in this space that we're in of like more people, um, saying no, like I am a genderqueer person, more people saying like, creating language for the places that they see themselves being in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just very interested, interested to see how genealogy takes that yes. on how, like what queering genealogy looks like mm-hmm. in like, I don't know, a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Um, what family trees look like, like how are we documenting that? Because yeah. I feel like in a lot of ways, I don't know, actually I don't know the history, but I feel like some yeah. part of the intention of, uh, family trees were like white people making sure who does get money and who absolutely can't get money. I would, <laughs> I would I'm not put almost 100% right. sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not some like we want to make sure we document these people who are important to us, but more so you look like your family, but you're not. <laughs> or you're illegitimate. You're not in the family tree or some shit. Yeah. Um, there's so many. You're right. There's so many ways to be fruitful and multiply. Um, and actually, that doesn't that also doesn't have to require anyone else like Mm -hmm. it can be you creating being fruitful Mm -hmm. in like affirming yourself Mm -hmm. and multiplying that by doing by creating a practice it Mm -hmm. a practice around it Mm -hmm. and then eventually multiplying it outside of yourself Mm -hmm. by um you know affirming other folks and things like that so there are so many ways yeah i definitely love the like when it comes to like stuff like ballroom culture like, I love the concept of family. Like, I love hearing, um, like, queer folks say, that's my mother. Mm. Or, like, oh, that's my sister. That's my brother. Or, like, mm. like having, like, uh, house mothers say, my daughter here. Mm. My, you know, it's, like, it's so, it's, like, warm. Yeah. It feels warm. Um, especially when a lot of these um, folks essentially were abandoned by their family mm-hmm. to find family outside of like outside of what you were told was family it's it, it feels ho- like home like you can it's amazing community is amazing my god which is why i i just really appreciate you bringing up that up last week as like this is in the contract for black Amen. children community men um but when I was at um, Essence Festival, I was standing next to, um, so this was before Big Frida set, mm-hmm. um, and I was standing next to this black trans woman, and, you know, we struck up some conversation, and we're talking, and she was like, um, yeah, I'm Frida's mother, and it, like, I understood in, exactly what she was saying, but mm-hmm. I think I was like, I don't know. I don't know what what actually was happening, like on my face. But she like felt the need to clarify, and I was like, "Oh no, sis, you don't have to clarify." Like uh-huh. I get, it. I yeah. I completely understand. Yeah. Um, but I think I was just like, I think it might have been that like that's the first time that I've heard someone IRL mm-hmm. say like, "No, this is my daughter." Yeah, and I was just like, oh, like 
Oh. Yeah. Family. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So she was just telling me all these amazing stories about Big Frida before Big Frida was Big Frida Uh in the way that we know her now. Uh Um, I'm trying to think of some of the stories. I don't know. And then I was like, you know, it was just such a, like, what is it? Serendipity? Serendipitous moment? I don't know. It was like just a delicious reminder in like one of my favorite cities of how how we can craft our own families mm-hmm. um and then uh and we were like <laughs> next to each other i was hoping that i was going to go backstage with her but not no i wasn't hoping i wasn't hoping but i was just like you know in the back of my head i'm like sis yes. we cousins now you my auntie now like <laughs> you're not gonna just cousin frida i know because Frida, sure enough, because she was like, you know, being cordial to yeah, us, us yeah. peons. Yeah. Um, and after she waved and allowed niggas to take selfies, um, she pulled mother back to the back of the stage. And I was like, well, that was all right. Uh, so anyway, amen. Thank you for that. Amen. For that scriptural. Absolutely. Let's go. It's time for all my niggas in the whole wide world. All my niggas in the whole wide world. All my niggas in the whole wide world. Harley, sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. <laughs> look at that tongue. Oh, who could? Oh, who can say no to that little tongue? Me. <laughs> I can't too. Um. All right. So, all my niggas in the whole wide world is the segment formerly known as the sex and dating segment. Um, and we expanded it to just talk about all of the different relationships that we have going on in our lives. So for me and all the niggas, all the nick, all my niggas, <laughs> come on, come, come on. on. God, come on. Oh Lord. <laughs> in the, all my niggas in the whole wide world place of my life. Um, I said, I mentioned it in passing uh when we first started but um i've been i've been holding on holding fast to dreams with your lesson about boundaries yes God. and um one boundary that i set i think it might have been the day of or the day after we record it was the day after we recorded um so i have a friend let me know if you have a friend like this i have a friend who Anytime I am like talking about somebody I'm interested in or like, oh, they're cute or like, oh, I'd like to fuck them or like, hmm, I'm thinking about like maybe shooting my shot. They are always like, hmm, that, oh, that, oh, like they always like anytime they have feeling like they are not attracted to that person, they need to make sure that I know. Absolutely not. So, um, what were we talking about? Oh, I think we were talking about the failed hookup situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, we're talking about something else. And, um, she said something to the effect of just passively too. Um, also I'm switching pronouns because this person goes by more than one pronoun. Mm -hmm. Um, so she was like, Oh yeah, I forgot you like niggas with bellies. And I'm just like, 
Like niggas just be primed to be a black auntie. Like that's black auntie culture 101. Unsolicited opinions that are so fucking inappropriate. So I was just like, I let that sit for a minute and I was like, okay, that was really annoying that Mm -hmm. she said that. Like in my head, I'm like this. And then I let some time pass and I was just like, hey, like I want to let you know that in the future, if you don't have, (laughs) I I literally hit this nigga with the, if you don't have anything nice to say, (laughs) don't say anything at all. Kindergarten. Yeah, you sometimes you just got to take niggas back take to the back. basics. Take it back. You just got to take niggas back and remind them from whence they came. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I was just, you know, I was like, you know, I I don't care how you feel about the people that I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. want to fuck, want to date, because that has nothing to do with you. Like, unless you see a red flag, my nigga, mm-hmm. and I hope you never silence yourself on a fucking red flag right. that you see. But if you're just not attracted to that nigga, keep it to your black ass self that's it and that's okay if you don't like that nigga because you're not fucking that nigga period period (laughs) so i i did that and um they were like you know i i really value your friendship and i don't want to compromise that by being a shithead Mm. um so that happened so i really appreciate you saying bitch be about some fucking boundaries (laughs) Amen. I'm seven days in, y'all. Hallelujah. Seven days clean. <laughs> yes, God. I'm sorry. I do not. I'm going to just shut my ass up before I get canceled. Nigga, I swear to God. All right. So, all your niggas in um, the whole wide world. It's along the same line. Basically, what I've been doing with um, friends and associates, really, um, is if something is said where I'm like, that didn't really sit well with me. Instead of like just glossing over it and trying to change the subject, um, I'll address it. Yeah. Like at that moment. Like I won't even let time pass. Like I'll address yeah. it at that moment. And what's happened a few times is um, they would try to like dance around it. Mm-hmm. And here's what I would do <laughs> I would let them dance around it, right? <laughs> and then. I'm going to let you tire yourself right, out. Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. And then, another you know, black auntie practice. <laughs> and then we would, you know, talk about another subject and I would get into it, right? Like maybe a two two minute conversation. And then after that, like right when that conversation's died down, I'd be like, Oh yeah, so um back to what I was saying. Now that we done. Um now we're the, we're done with this subject change. So back to what I was saying that you didn't answer or didn't address. Let's talk about that again. Yeah, let's get into it. And <laughs> Niggas would be so surprised when I'm like, because one, I forget things easily. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I'd even write it down. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, okay, so like, yeah, let's talk about this shit again. Like, let's get this <laughs> shit. Like, let's. Because you missed it the first yeah. time around, but yeah, I, I brought it back. I don't know if you I'm back thought, with the jump off. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know if you thought that I didn't want to talk about this. I don't know if you think that when I bring something up, I don't want to talk about it. But no. So. Just yeah. <laughs> This is not a suggestion box, nigga. No. I am. I want to address this and um it's been helpful because um sometimes niggas would like try to speed it up to try to like just get past it Mm -hmm. even when they address it Mm -hmm. i would say and i would slow it down and i'll be like okay 
So I see what you're doing. Yeah. So I want to clear, like, let me let, let me get a clear answer on, like, what the practice is going to be going forward. Can I also just say, like, uh-huh. that's such an important, like, accountability practice. Uh-huh. Like, telling niggas that you see them. Yeah. That you see exactly what they're doing. Yes. Like, because most of the time niggas see what they're doing. Uh-huh. And it's intentional. Yeah. But sometimes, and actually sometimes... Some niggas have gotten so used to doing the thing that they're doing that they no longer see it. Come on. So it's really important that we say, bitch, I see you. I want you to see you. Here's the mirror. Take some time. (laughs) Amen. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. (laughs) And uh, it's I've definitely been um, like even with family. Like, I've been like, okay, well, let's address this right here now. Um, This has happened. This was said. I or like when I would try to just um you know, like if I think about something that happened within the family and I just wanted to like bring it up because I wanted to resolve it because it's never been resolved or talked about. And niggas when I try to bring it up, niggas were just trying to gloss over it. I would keep bringing it up until niggas like talked about it. Um and I think it's open the best thing it's done is open lines of communication mm-hmm. and let niggas know that I'm not fucking playing with you. Like, I'm not fucking playing with you. If this nigga's out here asking a question, he will not stop until you give him an answer. Or, like, talk about it in general. Um, specifically, if it's some bullshit that you said mm. and he wants to address it. He will not just... He won't just, like, let it pass. Mm. So I'm either going to have to stop being a dickhead, stop talking to him, (laughs) or be okay with shit being addressed. Mm -hmm. So like we said, we're seven days in, so we'll see how... We'll see how niggas continue down this path Those of like what they want to do. You know, mm-hmm. whether or not they want to continue addressing shit with me or just right. not talk to me. Right. So we'll see. Right. You know, we'll in the praise report one day update <laughs> something. We'll let you niggas know. Um also <laughs> I hate niggas, yo. <laughs> Did you look at the worship account, the Instagram? No. Okay. What is I'll that I'll tell you in a second. Oh, um but Oh, I, and another thing. <laughs> One thing that I meant, meant to mention, it's a very minor detail, but, like, the fact of my friend saying, like, oh, I forgot you like niggas with guts. Like, this is a whole fat nigga telling me this. I'm sorry, what? Are you saying you don't want anybody be, to be attracted to you because you have a gut? What are you saying? What is What in the fat phobia is wrong with you niggas? What? <laughs> no clue what you were pausing for i thought you heard something but you heard the bullshit that i was saying and i was i was waiting for it to register in my head and it did it so i was like wait what let's let's run this math back one more time i just yo fat phobia runs so deep y'all and i it it is thick even in fat niggas jesus that nigga said oh i forgot you're into niggas with guts. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. So that's that. Y'all niggas really like, I'm the only fat one in my relationship or something. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> you DJ calling ass niggas. 
Y'all are weird as fuck. As we all have our own fuck. vices. That's okay. <laughs> fat phobia. I mean, fat phobia is something that, of course, I deal with as a fat person, <laughs> internalized, but I feel like I'm just a, a smidge more aware. <laughs> a smidge more self-aware of like... Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that is all my niggas. Men in the whole wide world. Mundo. Yes, God. It's time for a personal healing practice. We are doing some personal healing practices. Yeah. Amen. Yes, God. I didn't know who was going to say it first. I was like, I sh- and then you started with the so. Okay. So, so. Uh, this, <laughs> this segment is where we talk about something that we've done over the past week. Amen. Okay. Week. Let's go. Um, something that we found that nights. has aided. <laughs> wow, I was about to sound like a real Trini. Um, that has aided. Uh, that has Yo, aided. Bring her out. <laughs> That has aided in our healing process. Uh, you know, something, just something that has helped us individually. Like, you know, if you found that, like, taking a bubble bath helped or, like, you know. Why are you introducing this like you asking other niggas to talk about their personal healing practices? Oh, I'm just letting show. y'all know. Thank you, boo. I'm sorry. But anyway, all right, nigga, what's your personal healing practice? Wow, so you just going to turn it on me. Show we? <laughs> My personal healing practice for this week. The 99 of the 2000. Hmm. My personal healing practice for this week has been, I think, some some saying no. Some, like... Come on. Yeah. Um. So that can look like a lot. That has looked like a lot of things this week. Um, in certain contexts, it's looked like we scheduled a meeting earlier in the week and I am about to get off of work in three hours and I know that I'm not going to have the spoons for this meeting. So I'm going to let you know right when I realize, like, nope, I'm not going to have this energy um, and have and let you know, like, hey, I'll let you know later on when I will be available again with energy. Mm-hmm. Um Saying no has also looked like um, when someone has like not upheld their side of a a deal or mm-hmm. a, a, their side of a an agreement that mm-hmm. we've had. Um, instead of me giving like a very stagnant like, "Hey, this does this is not okay," instead me just saying like offering an alternative. Mm-hmm. So, like, trying to be generative in my no as well of, mm. like, this is not okay and not stopping there, but mm-hmm. saying this is not okay and here is what I've thought about to, like, simplify this in the future or f- correct this in the future or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been really, really cool. Because um, I think in the past, like, I think over the past year, actually, like, I've I've been in this um, process of like moving from a very like passive aggressive person to a like non-directioned, like un uh, unpurposefully um, 
not aggressive, but um, confrontational person. Okay. So, like, I would just let you know, like, I'm not okay with this thing and mm-hmm. not really have anywhere to go. Right. Um, <laughs> like, with, like, what I am okay with. Mm. Um, to now being like, okay, I need to, like, I have identified that this is not okay. What is it about it that's not okay? How, and if, and sometimes, like, you just don't know what is, an, what is um, bothering you or, like, sometimes you don't have a solution. But, mm-hmm. like, being ready to at least facilitate that conversation, even if you don't have an alternative ready with your no. Right. Um, so yeah, that that's that's the whole thing. Saying no, Amen. that's an amazing practice, especially for me, a person who is a one thousand percent extrovert, um, who like always feels like I need to be. Yesterday, y'all, I invented a term: gold star extrovert. Um, much like a gold star lesbian who has never <laughs> fucked a man, I feel like I, a lot of the times, feel like I need to be a gold star extrovert who has never said no to doing anything ever. Um, <laughs> and I am, and now that I have named that thing, I'm trying to unlearn that thing. Um, and it's been awesome. Amen. I, <laughs> I just learned about gold star shit. Oh. <laughs> and I realized that I'm a double gold star gay. Nobody like I had no idea. What does this mean? Say it, more. it means you have never been inside of a vagina. Oh, so what is the double part of it? Like at all? Like you never oh. fucked a woman? You were not? You weren't born through a vaginal canal because I was a C-section. So wow. <laughs> niggas have never dropped into a vagina. Is that how gay niggas are counting their gay? <laughs> I have never touched a pussy. <laughs> Not even my mama's. Not even my mama. That's wild. <laughs> That's how gay this nigga was. This nigga was like, oh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, bitch, no, cut sis. me the fuck up. You got me fucked up. <laughs> you also, with blunt in hand. <laughs> Y'all bitches got ashen right in the placenta, on the placenta. Y'all bitches got me fucked up. Bonnet still on. Oh my god, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing you coming out of the C-section right now. Oh my god. Rollers. Um, but yeah, that was a good thing to learn. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Um, my uh what what's personal healing <laughs> practice, nigga. Oh my god. My personal <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm giving you a whole titty right now. Oh, um, my personal healing practice, I've seen so many titties over the last few days. Oh, Scott, I'm sure you have. Um, my personal healing practice um, for the 99-2000 has been um, doing some personal research in terms of like... Is this like hotep research? No, Where no, niggas no. look at YouTube videos no, for 24 hours on end? No. Uh, this is like some personal research in terms of like family heritage because um i feel like what i've always been feeling like is that when it comes down to it i feel like my mom is like the start of our legacy because before then it's kind of like i know little to anything Mm. about anybody and on my dad's side there's like a lot of information but they don't really fuck with us like that so that's cool Mm. um so i feel like when it came to like me starting um one the family that I already had or like bringing the family that I already have into the unconventional family that I'm going to create mm-hmm. um I I, I kind of want to know where the fuck I came from uh, to an extent 
and doing some research without the fucking help of these niggas who tell you to spit into a tube. Mm. And, like, like somebody brought up on Twitter, like, only white people would think to steal you from your fucking country and then have you pay them to tell you where the fuck they stole you from. Okay. Like, what the fuck? The whiteness. <laughs> like, the, ugh, the caucasity. So, I've been researching, you know, um... One on like things like ancestry.com, and I've gotten a couple leads, which are cool. That's it's so fun and also addicting. I tell everyone, like, if you go deep into family, like, history, genealogy, family tree Mm -hmm. shit, like, just make sure you set some boundaries for yourself because that shit can turn into hours upon hours. Like, you look up, right, you look up at 4 a.m., like, oh, bitch. (laughs) Just going. It's so exciting. It is. So like, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, doing that, but also talking to my mother um, yeah. just about, like, things she remembered, things she, um, like, because I know that a lot of memory has to do with feeling. Mm-hmm. So, like, how she felt around certain times, mm-hmm. and that's been helpful. Um like things her grandmother like do you mean like holidays or years in her life just years in her life or like events that happened like um you know like she was born before the um the fucking uh civil rights uh whatever you whatever you finish that statement with i'm gonna agree with you so yeah before the civil rights yeah Yes. So, like, before that shit happened, I just, you know, just, like, how was she feeling around this time? What did she think? Yeah. Like, when she saw things happening, all that kind of thing. What yeah. she experienced. So, like, just, um, yeah, all of these things and just, like, hearing, like, sayings that my grandmother would say. Realizing how alike I am to my grandmother mm-hmm. without ever meeting her. Yeah. Like, that's a wild thing to realize. <laughs> like, realizing certain, um certain um characteristics that you have or like habits um just like for instance just a random thing Uh, my mom baked bread her whole life well not her whole life my whole life and um like she used to like make homemade bread for us for breakfast and she used to give us tea as well wow um so caribbean (laughs) yeah and i would dip my bread in my tea and eat it and she was like, my grandmother was, she always did that. She's the only one who did that. Oh. I've never seen anybody else do that. Like, just dip your bread or any type of, like, thing in your tea and eat it. And none of her other kids do that. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, cool. Wow. Or, like, um, certain things I would say or certain phrases I would use uh, after, like, I would be drawn to them after I heard it the first time. She was like, my grandmother used to say that all the time. Mm. And I'm like, wow. I would be so happy if I could have met her. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person who met her was my older sister. Um, yeah, yo. It's just, it's been an interesting ride to learn more. Um, I learned about my great-grandfather. <sighs> God. A fucking mess. So, um, yeah, I just, I'm so interested in this, but I, but I feel like I've hit a wall, um, and I really want to learn more. But it's been therapeutic learning the little bit I've learned so far. How Um, far back are you? Um, I'm as far as my my, is that my great? Yeah, that's my great grandfather. That's as far as I've gone. 
Um, so your mother's my mother's, mother's. grandfather. Okay. Yeah, um, my grandfather's father. He was old as hell when he had um, my grandmother. He was like in the sixties, wow. and my grandmother, my great grandmother, was in. I think she was eighteen. Or like 20. Wow. So like there's a whole story with that that mm-hmm. I want to learn about. Like what the fuck were you doing? And he was like. He was he was a. Uh, he was a colonizer. So. Oh, a white person. Yeah. And I think he was like. But I think he was white. What makes um, you think that? Because he he was some type of Latin. Like some type of like. Mm. Like. I don't know if he was from Spain those Which are whites. white. <laughs> Those are white. Uh, or if he was from like somewhere in South America, mm. or he could have been like I don't know. Like I just know that the only thing I know was that he was like he spoke exclusively Spanish. Mm. Like he could. Uh, my mother said either from Spain or Cuba. Which, you know, there's white people in Cuba, so that's another thing. Mm. Um, I, I, my, the genealogy thing, or I'm sorry, like ancestry was telling me that this nigga was from like Guatemala. So like I'm like, where was this nigga actually from? Wow. So that's Ooh, I something love to see your family tree. Yeah. Oh, so I would love to learn more. So like I'm trying to learn more um as as good as I can without spitting into a vial. No, you definitely can. You definitely can. Yeah. Um and it's really about like digging into like the house hist the housing the census sees. Census one thing that I need because um the first person who came to America because they were from Trinidad mm-hmm. was my grandmother. Um, but my mother was born in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. So I need to find out more from, I guess, Trinidad's. Mm. So I don't know how long they kept records either. So that's another thing of what I'm running into. Please keep going. Absolutely. I really want to, like, ah, it's so exciting. And, like, the really cool thing about Ancestry is, like, once you get, like, a pretty built-up uh, family tree, mm-hmm. like, yours start crossing over with other yeah, folks, and they contact you. Yeah, they're like, hey, I like, And you. you find people with your same face. And it's that's the wild shit. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, who are, like, in places that you would never think to go to yeah. find your face. Yeah. Um, the leaves... Yeah. Yes. Yes. When them leaves be stopping, it'd be like, like, damn, "Damn, bitch. (laughs) I was on a roll, nigga. That's so real. (laughs) And when that happens for me, I think that's a time when I like try to think more about like, what am I not finding significant about this Mm -hmm. record? Mm -hmm. Um, And when I start picking out, like, like I was saying with the census, Mm -hmm. um, who who all is in the house mm-hmm. and maybe looking up names that of people who I know are not part of the family but may in some way like their records may point back to somebody mm-hmm. in my family if they're in the same house cuz a lot of black folks lived with a lot of black folks they were not related to yeah. because economical yeah um yeah Amen. so good luck my nigga thank you yeah I'm i was excited. just thinking about how unhelpful my tips might have been because i forgot that your friend your friends your family <laughs> your family is international and not yeah, not true. fucking west virginia north carolina <laughs> virginia that's my fucking lineage that's my entire lineage it's not i think we like we go to a lot of interesting places but anyway okay amen it's lit yeah is so that far it? so far yeah that's it to be continued bless 
We're gonna go to obligatory nonsense. Ha. We're gonna go to obligatory nonsense. <laughs> All right, so obligatory nonsense today. Um, I'm trying to think of some shit. Is a segment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of our listeners, call in. Let us know. <laughs> what is obligatory nonsense? See if you call in live. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, obligatory nonsense. Thank you, Andre, for reminding me the fucking format of this show. <laughs> obligatory nonsense is the segment where we talk about fuckery that white people are doing. And actually, if you have nothing, I I mean I I'm sure I could dig something up, but I don't really fucking I care. I mean, it's just another week with your president acting. My wild, God, acting like he ain't got no. Well, I'm gonna stop saying acting like. Thank you. Another Words week of this nigga things. purposely not making sense. Yeah. Just purposely out here gaslighting the fuck out of us. Just purposely saying something um, on Tuesday. And then on Friday saying he didn't fucking say it. What did he say? No, I'm just saying th- not, nothing oh, in particular. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like, if we want to go specific, yeah, this yeah. is pattern. Like, if, if we want to go specific, um, so so this is some other white fuckery. Mm. Um, Elizabeth Warren has been saying she's Native American. Jesus. Girl, give and it the she's fuck up. Prove it. And she did. So, but listen, let me tell you something. Take time, <laughs> this shit was so fucking funny because Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren has been trying has been saying that she has like native ancestry and shit right and uh, Donald Trump go home sis you don't <laughs> care you're still white still sis. still and you will laugh when I say what the fuck I gotta say but so Donald Trump has been calling her Pocahontas and shit like that just like on fucking just in time for Halloween <laughs> In fucking rallies, he's been calling her. Jesus Christ. Poca- like, to his fucking base. I'm like, wow, this is hilarious. Pocahontas is the reason why you white niggas can live on this green-ass United States of our Americas. Pay homage. Of their Americas, actually. Pay homage, nigga. But um, she's been saying, oh, I'm going to prove it, I'm going to prove it. So she took a, a DNA test, right? The fucking um, white man called back and told her... <laughs> He was in the room when he called. <laughs> he said, uh, she said, okay, so um, do I have native ancestry? He was like, yeah. Are you ready was this, for this? I just, see this, I just see this happening on like a live, what is the thing? A photo, not a photo, a telephone, like, you know where they have the celebrities answering the phones? <laughs> I just see this happening in that way. Like... No, she like she was like Trump. You want a show? All right, I'm gonna give you a show, bitch. All right, sorry. No, it's okay because so she was like, hey, um, so do um I have any native ancestry? Matter of fact, I'm gonna play the fucking video. My God. I'm going to play the video. This was recorded. This was recorded. This is what happened. See, this is why white people cannot possibly be a part of our liberation process <laughs> because how are white people falling for white people's fuckery <laughs> and tricks and traps what nigga do you know Deceit. i mean we had a prime example with barack obama he refused to give this nigga any documentation because yes. who the fuck are you nigga? who in who the fuck in the black are, fuck you? are you white white people however i'm gonna settle this today yeah. god damn it <laughs> 
I'm going to show you that I am an indigenous native Nubian American being. And we're going to settle this today. And you look silly as fuck. As fuck. <laughs> but even sillier. Listen to this. Listen to. Used her heritage to help her get ahead, but there is no evidence it advanced her career. Still today, the Massachusetts senator who's eyeing a 2020 White House run took up the Bitch, president's my. challenge, releasing this video showing her receiving the results of a DNA test. What do the facts say? The facts suggest that you absolutely have a Native American ancestor in your pedigree. Suggest. Warren was told she had a Native American ancestor in the range of six to ten generations ago. But tonight, the president is scoffing. Six <laughs> to ten generations ago, bitch. Generations! If that ain't the whiteness, because can I, I can't, I can barely draw back to three generations. Six? Like, that's a privilege in its fucking self. That is whiteness. <laughs> You are white, sis. Let me see if I can find the percentage. Because this man oh, said the fucking oh percentage. This dramatic ass music. The report suggests Warren has just a trace of Native American <laughs> heritage, but she first publicly identified I want y'all, y'all cannot, y'all cannot see it. A trace. But this shit says 164th. <laughs> do the fucking I'm pulling math. it up right the fuck now. I'm pulling it goddamn up because oh. I'm not a mathematician. But uh, that is point zero one five six two five percent This nigga has less than 2%. Less than 2%. Where does it show up, sis? In my elbow bones. You see it right there. It's right... There go my indigenous in, indigeneity right there on my elbows. I am so sick. One, but but here's another thing, right? No, actually, let's stay on this. Because, so, the fact that she went through all this trouble to prove that she has a Native American ancestor. To which, what end? Which, for one, I wasn't even doubting that she did way back. Most white folks did. did a lot of shit yeah. to a lot of black and brown yeah, people. It's absolutely. very possible. So I was not at all like saying she did it way back. But the fact is this bitch is white, period. But another thing that happened is that Trump said if if she proves that she has Native American ancestry, that he will pay a charity of her choice one million dollars. He said it on tape, right? <laughs> A reporter asks him, so are you going to pay, um, you know, this charity? He's like, oh, I didn't say that. Replay the tape. <laughs> if you replay the tape, the nigga says exactly that. <laughs> so this nigga, I, I say all this to say the original point I was trying to make is that n- this nigga's out here gaslighting the fuck out of people <laughs> daily to the point where he's saying it on on tape. And then a few days later, he said, actually, no, I didn't say that. And no one is batting an and eye. No is the one. is the like wilder shit about it. His base doesn't give a fuck about him telling no. the truth. And I think one thing I really want you niggas to stop trying to do is think that reasoning okay, and with niggas who do not fucking care about the truth will do anything because it won't. Say it again, Pastor. It won't. One more time for the- Back. It won't. Look, you cannot nice you this can. society, this world out of racism, homophobia, transphobia, any ableism, any of the things 
It's just you let, cannot reason with the be, devil. Let me absolutely. Let me be clear though. There's been like videos of like one or two white people like becoming aware based on somebody educating them. But let's be clear. Y'all are treating that like the rule as opposed to the exception. That's the exception to the rule that these niggas are racist because they want to be. Not because they haven't been educated. they benefit from it. They benefit from it. Let's be the fuck clear. I was talking to my mom about this, Mm -hmm. right? I was like how all of these blue-collar workers, you know, like, oh, yeah, I work in a coal mine, and I value people who work hard with their hands Mm -hmm. and uh, family values and, you know, up before the sun comes up and down after it goes down. Like, we just value hard work and ethic and shit, right? All these white folks um, who actually do this, right, Mm -hmm. every day, Saying that that's what they value, that's who they're who they want to vote for. These are the same niggas who voted for Trump, right? Look at Trump and his track record. This nigga dodged the draft. He didn't work um, at all for anything he did. He got the reason why he's rich is because of his father. Mm-hmm. Something that a lot of you blue collar niggas say: "What you a bore? Like you don't fuck with he that did. shit at all. You have to get your like you have to work for your shit." Mm-hmm. All these things, family values. This nigga was married four times, cheating on all his wives. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? These family values that you niggas say that you're all about. So if you just look at all these things, what, if you take away all these things, what exactly did y'all niggas have in common? What was left, y'all? It was only one thing. Only one thing. Whiteness. 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 Come on. And it's so funny that you niggas think you're fooling somebody. You, you you love to say that you are all about these values. No, nigga, you're about whiteness. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck you're about at the end of the fucking day. And it's so it's so ridiculous that y'all are trying to convince us <laughs> that y'all are about anything except for whiteness. Because it's untrue. If it was true, that y'all niggas would have looked at Trump and laughed. But no, y'all saw that he was white and he didn't. He was... um. He was spouting a lot of white supremacist values. Because when it comes down to it, that's all y'all niggas are is white supremacists. Really. Veiled. No, let me stop. Y'all not veiled. Uh, Y'all are white supremacists and y'all are voting for whiteness. Y'all don't give a fuck about hard work. Y'all just don't like niggas. Y'all don't like black and brown folks. Period. Period. That's it. Ain't nothing else about it. And uh, (laughs) I I just want you to give us that period one more time because I interrupted it. Period. That's it. That's the one. Point blank. Period. And I just I, it, 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 dealing with this shit week by week, and just like having like even for a second having to question my own sanity and be like, am I actually experiencing this? Like, mm-hmm. am I in a simulation? Like, having to constantly reaffirm myself that actually, nigga, no, mm-hmm. you're just witnessing whiteness in action. <laughs> But the fact that whiteness is so wild mm-hmm. that you sometimes don't believe you're witnessing this with your own two eyes. Am I awake right now? Right. <laughs> like, this has to be one of those dreams where I'm trying to punch somebody and it's not hard enough. Like, mm-hmm. like this has to be a dream. But no, white folks are working. Like, Over the time. devil works hard. But white fer- folks... <laughs> They work harder. Come on. Come the fuck on. White folks created overtime <laughs> for whiteness sake. How can I white harder than I did the day before? I just, you, you, y'all are something the fuck else. Truly. Uh, okay. And even, even, 
and it, it oh i want to say something a lot of these a lot of it's so funny when i see um uh like trump supporters saying um to black folks oh y'all are like oh the democrats are this and that that and y'all need to stop i'm like nigga i know this okay it's y'all think uh, we talking about republicans and democrats we're talking about white folks it's all of y'all like let's be clear like y'all y'all really think this is about party lines no it's about all of y'all when it comes down to it what is the great unifier whiteness is always a great unifier it don't matter if y'all are ideologically opposed okay y'all know that y'all are white at the end of the day and y'all know that shit protects you and y'all are smart enough to realize it and smart enough to keep on acting like y'all give a fuck about shit y'all don't listen i was thinking the other uh, i think i wanted to mention it our last episode um but just how deeply in cahoots white progressives are with like white conservatives when we think about like how so many times white folks in movement spaces are like, look, y'all, this is going to be a, a long journey. This is going to be a long process. It's going to take a long time. Um, and how much that supports like these generation long um, pathways that white conservatives have created. I don't, I forgot what it's called. Um, but in the, I'm going to butcher this timeline, but like, I think in the seventies, a bunch of very conservative, like law school students created essentially this pipeline into federal positions. um, That is how Kavanaugh got where he is now um, because he was in this pipeline of uh, very conservative law school students who didn't feel like they were getting enough opportunities. Of course, of course, um, these snowflakes, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that, uh, network and that pipeline would give them access to being the interns for federal judges, Mm -hmm. being the interns for whatever. So then once they graduated, they have an in, they can go in and like, by the time it's time for like big decisions or, um, you know, new appointments to happen, they already have the federal experience Mm -hmm. and everything to be deemed as credible um or um qualified qualified thank Mm -hmm. you qualified um folks Mm -hmm. um and how like just thinking about how that goes hand in hand with white progressives saying hey y'all we're just gonna have to be you know real gentle we're gonna have to beg a little we're gonna have to you know grovel um we should write write some letters and this is not no shade at all to like folks who are like yeah write to your senators right mm-hmm. i think it's all important i think yes and mm-hmm. is like actually what i'm saying yeah. and a lot of the times white progressives are like this is the way yeah we can only write letters um have meetings with the school board um you know, speak kindly and not get on anyone's uh, nerves Mm -hmm. or, like, push anyone. Anyway, so that's just a thing. White progressives are the most weak motherfuckers on Earth. Like, I If you want to experience, if gaslighting is your kink, (laughs) befriend a handful of white progressives, y'all. Just befriend them. Like, who... I have... I don't think I've seen... uh, I don't even think conservatives um, have uh, defended white supremacist rights to free speech as much as I've seen 
white uh, progressives. Like, y'all are fucking wild as shit. White progressives are wild. I don't... Wow. Like, y'all are really out here doing nothing. <laughs> doing absolutely mm. nothing and thinking you're doing something. What a life. What a life to live to think you're doing so much, but you're doing nothing. Mm. Wow. You can sleep at <laughs> night until somebody may want to call you out. My God. I refuse to spend a second more on whiteness. <laughs> We're done. Done. Yes, we're yeah. done. All right. Here we go. I said, all right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. It's time for the pay your ties, nigga. Segment of the show. Oh, That's come it. on with that end. Okay, you, you just got to cut yes. it off. <laughs> <laughs> you, th- you got to leave them <laughs> wanting more. So when you come back, they will want it. All right. I'm here for it. Um, so I, one thing I realized was, um, this segment off, often just takes a very dark turn, <laughs> like despair and, you know, darkness and not in the way that I love, because um, I love some darkness. Um, so I think today I just want to celebrate some black films in our lives. Amen. Um, and I'll go first. Oh, by the way, here we are again. What, Janae, how do we do this podcast? What the fuck episode is it, bitch? Um, so, Pay Your Ties, Nigga, is a segment where hopefully we will start, s- stop talking all the time about the bullshit in, that is in the way of black films and also celebrating black films and finding different ways to talk about black films. Um, because we is important and we are the only reason that this world is still barely hanging on. Okay. We are the reason we are the fucking angel hair pasta that is holding this bitch together. (laughs) We are it. That yarn bitch. It's us. So, um, I'm going to start, I'm going to shout out a black femme that I just want to celebrate. Um, so my friend Tay, she's amazing. She is a, a femdom, so a dominatrix. Um, and I, I've been working really closely with her over the last month or so um, because we, uh, Black Femme Brunch, helped to host, um, we did whatever we like essentially put our name behind it um because we have a lot of folks Mm -hmm. who like follow black from brunch um so that's how like that was our contribution like our following because like we deeply believe in the amazing work that she's doing um so we i've been working really closely with her around creating black queer and trans spaces or opportunities to like be introduced to kink and bdsm um and last weekend was the first time that I had an opportunity to like see her in action and teaching action. Like mm-hmm. I'd seen her in kink spaces and things like that. She, we, uh, she also went to a weekend reunion, um, back in the summer. Um, and we did an amazing scene. It was so fun. Um, any, Oh wow. I just remembered that I never, I never uploaded that episode that like that mini me telling about that scene. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll, Oh, I don't know if I deleted it. I hope I didn't. Anyway, hopefully I didn't delete that. Um, so last Saturday was the first time that I had an opportunity to like watch her teach mm-hmm. about kink and BDSM. And it was just so amazing. I think I did. I talk about it a bit. 
I don't think so. I don't know. Um, it was just so amazing <clears throat> to one. I love seeing people in their wheelhouse, mm-hmm. like so, people like doing the work that they know that they were born to do, mm-hmm. and like just being like really nerdy about it and like in the weeds, but also like able to articulate to folks who aren't in the weeds with them, Mm -hmm. like what the fuck is happening. Um, But she was talking about BDSM and I just want to remind you of the context. This is in a black queer and trans space. Mm -hmm. A lot of intersections that are existing in that room and the way that she was able to hold and um, relate to us, like how she handles like, spirituality and her kink practice how she handles the legacy and the and the the vestiges of slavery and oppression for black folks and how we think about the um the the sexual repression really that happens in queer spaces specifically mm-hmm. black queer spaces and just combining all of these pieces to talk about like how to how to experience freedom and um liberation and like being whipped and being spanked as a black person who is Mm -hmm. also queer and like um talking about how like she engages spirit in that kink practice and like not in a hokey way like in a very real like no for real like this is this is a a a real sturdy practice Mm -hmm. um it was just really amazing and it, it just was also very interesting. So I met Tay probably a year and a half ago at this point. She came to a brunch that um, Black from Brunch had. And she was just, like, really enthusiastic. Like, she came up to me and she was like, look, if you want it. <laughs> this is the first time meeting Tay. And I was just, like, so, like. Me, again, sexually repressed and it's like, <laughs> oh, this is a person who like knows exactly what they want and they're telling me, oh, no, oh, I don't want that, oh, yikes. Um, and yeah, th- so um, so I, we, I have progressed a lot in my Amen. own thinking just by observing her move through the world. But last weekend I was just like, wow, I was just in awe. Uh-huh. I love watching facilitators. I love watching people teach. Um and then yesterday at the Ho Hive where we did the uh, demo, um, she what demos did she do? She did a Shabari demo. Um, Shabari is rope. So she okay. did a Shabari demo. She did a, a slave positioning demo. Um, so like that's also a part of that's like a dynamic in kink, like okay. master slave. Um, and she's a femdom, so she has lots of subs and slaves, mm-hmm. and those two are different things. But anyway, um, so she was demonstrating, like, the different positions that she makes her slaves practice. And then at the end, she did another demo, a deep-throating demo. It was so good. <laughs> it was so amazing. And it ever, oh, it was just so amazing. Anyway... Tay is amazing. Madam Seduction is amazing. If you ever have a chance, if you are in the DMV area, to go to a kink conversation, actually follow the kink conversation. T-H-E-Q-I-N-K conversation. It may be the kink conversations. I don't know. It's one of those two. Okay. The kink conversation. The most important part is it starts with the kink has a Q. And I don't know if it ends in S or not. <laughs> so just try it out, niggas. 
y'all got time clearly you're listening to us um <laughs> we ain't say we ain't talking about shit just wow. kidding we are um <laughs> but for real when we're see the self-deprecating language y'all i'm i'm on a journey Truly. it's a journey um so i just want to celebrate her and like all the amazing shit that she does and it's so exciting it's Amen. so amazing to watch Amen. her do her shit there was one more thing that I, oh <laughs> one thing that she mentioned was all of i can't remember if she said all of her slaves or all of her subs but one of them i think it was all of her subs she said have to learn how to deep throat and i was just like wow that's a, <laughs> that's a pretty great standard i'm here for it so anyway i celebrate you tay you are so amazing and um yes madam seduction is the fucking bee's knees yo that's yeah. her that's her king fame madam yeah. seduction I want to take a time. I'm going to take some time to celebrate my mama. Uh, my mama. So my mama is a grandma. How many times over at this mm. point? Like eight, nine, ten. I don't know. And my mama also. So my mom is one of. You know, is one of the black women who basically is like a grandma to the nation. Or like an auntie to the nation. She's always. Like, attracted kids who wanted to stay at her house or, like, learn more from her or just, like, love on her. And so now my mom is, like, a grandma, like, seven or eight, nine, ten times times over. And even a great-grandma, like, Mm -hmm. at this point, my mom is. And she's so in love with, like, her lineage. Like, her, her, like, just seeing her babies having babies and like continuing on but one thing i wanted to bring up is that like i grew up where i didn't really have grandparents um my mom's mom was pretty distant um like you know she was there but it was kind of like i don't know it wasn't there wasn't much relationship there um, my dad's mother, there was no relationship whatsoever. I didn't know either of my grandfathers, uh, so that wasn't a thing. So I've been witnessing my mom stepping and being a grandmother. Um, and it's been so wild witnessing that and, like, the love that she shows and, like, the, just, like, the warmth. And it's, it, I'm going to write about this one day, um, but Don't be ruminating, nigga, do yeah do amen start writing amen um i'm gonna write about how my mother became my grandmother um how she just when she became a grandmother um she didn't stop being my mother but she all she became it was and Mm -hmm. she became my mother and my grandmother um the type of love and like care and like just like grandma shit that a lot of people talk mm-hmm. about their grandmothers doing, my mom has started doing with me. Um, whether it being like, you know, like, yay, baby! You know, that type of shit. You know oh what I mean? God. Like, all that kind of shit. Or like, just bringing you shit, like food randomly. Mm-hmm. Or like, just calling to see if you're okay. Or like, have you, you know, just like random shit. Mm-hmm. My mom has started doing to me as she became a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And it's so wild. Like, I'm, I'm over here like, damn. Like, all this shit that a lot of people say about their grandma and like the kind of like hugs that their grandmothers give and like all that shit I was like damn I never experienced that Mm. but 
it's so cool that now I'm experiencing it. You know what I mean? I've never experienced it before. Like even my my mom's hugs are even different. Like they're like grandmotherly. And I'm just like, wow, they're so uh. they're so it's like my mom's hugs have always been like warm and like embracing, but it's a different type of embracing now. I'm so grateful to experience this because like I've never been able to experience like grandmother love or grandmother just experience grandmotherness at all and i'm grateful that i'm experiencing that with my mother yeah like to have that in one package uh, that is so queer like i feel <laughs> yes. like black folks like black i hate to say this because it's a whole bunch of niggas that are so much queer than they actually think they are come on um but like that's a super queer thing mm-hmm for for black folks to see like there is a a gap Mm -hmm. that needs to be filled yeah there's a role that needs to happen and like actually oh i'm like there's a lot of thoughts that just like exploded in my head but like that's actually what queerness is is like responding to a need Responding to something out of necessity and like making it beautiful, or maybe that's like just the like what the culture of marginalized people is actually. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sorry, yeah. I just went no, to yeah, a place. That's, but yeah. that's definitely historically that's, what we have done. Like yeah. seeing a lack of something and be like, "Bitch, we'll we'll do it." Yeah, like we'll fill it in. Like, exactly. okay, this may not be. Um, what niggas say it should look like. Right. But this is going to be what the fuck it is. Because that's a lot of what oppression is. It's just like a lot of very arbitrary, we're doing this because we've always done this and there's no actual rhyme or reason to this. It's not feeling an actual need, but this is what 17 generations has said we need to do, even though they lived in a completely different context from the one that we do exist in right now. Yeah. Have you um, ever heard the um, the uh, little saying about the meatloaf or whatever? Uh, the ham? I, I, I heard about a meatloaf. Okay, so tell me. Tell me something. Uh, Learn me something. Basically, um, like this uh, woman, she learned from her mother how to cook meatloaf. Mm-hmm. And she learned from her mother. She learned from her mother. Mm-hmm. And what they would always do is cut the end off the meatloaf. And I heard this about a ham. But oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they, you know, and they just, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And like every time they make a meatloaf. They just cut the end off. And one day, um, this woman's daughter asked her, why do you cut the end off the meatloaf? And she was like, I have no idea. That's what my mom did. Right. And she asked her mom, and she was like, why do you cut the meatlo- the end off the meatloaf? She was like, I don't know. That's what my mama did. Mm-hmm. I saw her, and I just started doing mm-hmm. it. And so she asked her mom, she was like, mama, why do you cut the, the, the end off the meatloaf? She was like, we didn't have a big enough pan. Yeah. <laughs> and Context. that is it. It had nothing to do with flavor or cooking to anything. It was just bit. We literally did not have the means to make a whole ass meatloaf, so we had to cut the shit off. Like that's it. And so, like, I forgot what the point of me saying this was. No, it was thinking about the compulsory, the compulsory nature of uh, oppressive groups. Yeah, Yeah. doing shit with no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Yeah, like you were saying, and a lot of the times the reason is really it. It's not what you think it is. Yeah. No. 
Um, so thank you so much Amen. for helping me celebrate Black Femmes. Yes, God. Today, God. Thank you. We thank you for these Black Femmes at all shops. A bit of a new tongue. A bit. Uh, it's a, a tiny, slight tweak. It's a little. Yeah. I, um, I fuck with it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ain't nothing new about that tongue. There was but, no also on the end of it, so it was Oh, to okay. Me. Yeah. It was Adosha. I can't be telling y'all the secrets <laughs> of my tongue. They are sacred and holy. Amen. <laughs> Nigga, we're done. And uh, Nigga, we made. <laughs> we made it. Um first I just want to acknowledge how excited I am to have knocked out this episode. I feel like I'm always the most proud of the episodes that like I'm unprepared for mm. like and I just have to be in the moment and mm. like be like actually what is the most pressing thing that's happening or what is the the thing that is most present on my heart right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be wanting to do more episodes like this and then like <laughs> the following episode just be like me being like uh, <laughs> uh, I thought this was what I wanted to do um but thank you. Thank you for being so patient. Absolutely. I think that is like such a a wild thing. Mm-hmm. Because like so often I think I'm in spaces where I feel very pressured to have shit correct, mm-hmm. to be doing things right and like anytime I'm like putting some sort of hurdle or obstacle in the way of like that that understanding that people have of me i feel like i'm inconveniencing the entire world and you're just like no actually bitch we have time (laughs) you're gonna figure out how to get these mics together and i'm just gonna patiently wait and chill because it's we're good yeah um so i appreciate you and now i know how to do a thing amen i'm so happy i'm so happy and i think this is so much better than this than the sitting mics Yes. Because it's le- far less awkward. Yeah. Anyway, so and I it just... it sounds better to me. I, okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Y'all, yeah. look. Well, we oh, this is, what I, this is what I meant to tell you earlier. When... So, you know... I'm trying to think. Did we tell... No, no, no. Okay. So, last episode, we were dragging niggas for not emailing us and only DMing me. <laughs> yes. So... One, one person DM'd me. <laughs> it was just, it was like amazing and celebratory. She was like, oh my Amen. gosh, this episode was exactly what I needed. Amen. And after I said thank you, because I'm a light-skinned bitch who <laughs> is disrespectful and just, I'm, I dishonor my ancestors. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, I was like, and this is what the fuck we was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I so thank you. I wish I could. I don't feel like bringing it up. Anyway, um, it was such a wonderful message to hear. Um, but then I just so happened to check out my friend Martrice's story. And <laughs> I did take a screen capture of this. And they tagged worship. They tagged our Instagram. Instead of emailing us. Which, you know what? I'm actually okay with that because niggas are like, look, here is my need. I'm going to tag y'all where I'm at, okay? Sometimes you just don't have the spoons, the ability to dive into a fucking email and request prayers. But this nigga said, dear worship podcast, please pray I get my camera back. 
look, we're going to add it to this prayer today. We will. Um, yeah, they left their fucking camera on the metro after an amazing oh, weekend. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Oh, my They God. are the reason that I have the camera lens that I do now. So I'm, I'm hurting. Trees, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Sorry, so, um, yes, thank you. Amen. 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 I am grateful for hearing about these fucking boundaries, nigga. Oh, that was Jesus. such a blessing to hear mm. because you deserve them. Amen. You fucking deserve them. And if you are a nigga with a gut, <laughs> I was going to say, let's go fuck, but I'm not. That I'm just so. Rhymed. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it was a little slant. Yeah. A little slant rhyme. <laughs> um, I'm not even interested in fucking niggas for real right now because. <laughs> All you hoes have disappointed me. Just kidding. I'm just taking some time to grow. Okay. Amen. Amen. And not hoe. Because my ancestor said so. You're welcome for that hot 16. Oh, God damn. Was that a 16? (laughs) I'll call that a four. That was a four. Yes, nigga. Whatever your personal ancestor said, nigga, listen to that shit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. So, yes, we're... We're glad for all that's been done and all that's been said. Mm. Um, do you have a quote? I do. Amen. Go ahead. All right. So, um, in honor of the God transitioning to become an ancestor, oh my God. Um, I want to read from um, Intozaki Shange's nappy edges which is an amazing book of poetry um that i apparently uh checked out from the prince william public library and never returned ever (laughs) and and had the nerve i'm sure i paid for it anyway through the public library system but i also had the nerve to take it to the reading in the talk that i went to uh, a year ago or a few, it was more than a year it was like probably two or three years ago and get her to sign it I got her to sign this book right next to where it says Prince William Public Library so reparations she Boy. saw it and she was like reparations <laughs> yeah, amen <laughs> got it gotcha <laughs> gotcha ho. Um, also like oh, and Tozaki yo just spicy as hell yo yeah. Just what like was her sign? what was her, her son's sign? Are you asking me this question, right? nigga? Sorry. You know the only things I know about in astrology <laughs> is that I am Virgo rising. That That's is the, the only, only thing, thing that I know. <laughs> For sure, only. Anyway, and I don't talk about that around black queer and trans folks because y'all niggas like to read people that you don't know because you think you know them because you saw their chart one time. Because and I don't do. fucking have the goddamn time because for we you do. niggas. Because we do. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so again, this is Nappy Edges by Ntozaki Shange. When I got this book, when the fuck did let's just look since this is a library ass book, it, it will tell me where. Oh damn! No, it's not. Um, damn, there's no date. Anyway, the thing that I love about this book is um, her insistence on talking in her own language, mm. and also like making. And also making the spelling about how she wants 
her words to show up in the world. Um, and actually, I'm I'm bu- doing all this build up, um, but I'm actually just reading a quote from another person in her book. Um, yeah. So this is from the closets section of this book um, of poetry. And it's a quote by Birago Diop. And there's an amazing song by Sweet Honey and the Rock that I guess is based on this quote. Because the moment I read it, I was like, wait, this is Sweet Honey and the Rock. Um, But it goes. Listen more to things than to words that are said. The water's voice sings and the flame cries and the wind that brings the woods to sigh is the breathing of the dead. And there's a song, like I said, by um, Sweet Honey in the Rock that's just talking about like listening more to what is around you and what is happening in your midst to hear the ancestors telling you what the fuck you need to be doing um and that it it just really resonates for me when i think about you know what i was talking about last week of like getting quiet and how that also is like not just me hearing and quieting myself to hear what what i need to be doing or what i'm thinking about but also to like hear what the ancestors are telling me like outside of my head like mm-hmm. in the actual physical <clears throat> earth yeah what what are the things that i'm being told um so yeah i encourage y'all to get in sweet honey in the rock and listen oh this song the song that they sang is called breaths and i know that because i was in a whole ass all women's uh acapella ensemble that essentially was a sweet honey in the rock cover band <laughs> we did some amazing uh arrangements of sweet honey in the rock songs though it was lit as fuck and this was one of them amen breaths, breaths. Amen. Yes. would you like to pray for us yes nigga. remember our, our uh martrice oh absolutely <sighs> god <laughs> lord ancestors old and new Mm. the recently transitioned uh getting acclimated to the glory Mm. that you've uh that you've been introduced to Mm -hmm. we thank you for this moment in time we're thankful for the opportunity to grow the opportunity the opportunity to hear and to listen Mm -hmm. the opportunity to uh lay all of our cares on the fucking table Mm -hmm. and just be bare and uh oh sorry my belly (laughs) that belly is bare Jesus Uh, we're thankful for the opportunity to lay our souls bare and Mm. then pick them up full um nigga you really be praying for real (laughs) I'm just Niggas really just turn into poet laureates when they get a fucking prayer opportunity before them. Nigga, this is churchy as hell. My God. I I'm here for it. I'm here for As long as you are present in your prayer, I'm here for Amen. this flowery ass language. I love it. I am in love with it. Amen. We're, we're, we're grateful for mm. the opportunity to just feel to feel everything that's going on around us. Mm. Uh, We're thankful for the messages being sent to us by those who have paved the way for us. Mm. We're thankful for um, all of the people who listen to worship, who support us, who 
who think that the we're real the fucking ones. bee's knees. Even in times where we're like, nigga, what the fuck are we doing? What <laughs> Uh, to hear that niggas are like, yo, this helped me, or like, yo, I love mm. this, or yo, what you did, like, yes, just a yes. Mm. We're grateful for that. Um, we want to mention our dear, beloved Martrice and that mm. camera, that beautiful camera that captured so many beautiful things. Mm. Uh, please, please return it to them. My God, we need more beauty. And it that nigga produced shit. Um, we want to, uh, mention, uh, who did we want to mention earlier? It was somebody that we put on the, the sick and shut-in list. Oh, no. Uh, All you niggas <laughs> in the whole wide world. We want to pray for you niggas <laughs> and, your, and, your, and your fuck shit. Uh, not, I'm not praying for no fuck shit. I no, pray. no, to, to release the fuck oh, shit. Hey, hey, hey. Release that and fill it. Mm. Fill that uh, that void with love. That's it. Because uh, God would need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, let me stop because I'm about to preach. Uh, <laughs> no, you but, play all day, nigga. <laughs> no, but we're grateful. We're, we're just being in a space where we can feel our breath coming out. I'm mm. um, grateful for... Um, the opportunity to to think about what the fuck we're doing and to articulate that well. Um, we're grateful for each day. Um, <laughs> should I say this? I'm going to say it. <laughs> we're grateful that each day the white population is dwindling. Yes, um, God. God. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. Yeah. Um, more black, more brown, more indigenous. Just, Just... Less white. Yes, we're God. grateful for that because it wasn't even real in the first place. It Father. was. It, it still isn't. It, it is fabricated. <laughs> um, yes, we're just thankful for all things. Uh, please, good and uh, holy. Not yes. all things, but all things good. <laughs> sure. I'm not thankful for all this shit. Sure, true, true. Um, we're thankful. Uh, we give praise and honor and glory. Um, all the uh, ancestors who have transitioned recently. Mm. Um, we lift you up. We lift your names up. Mm. We lift your memory up. Um, know that your impact has been felt. And uh, these new niggas walking around. Sunshine? I'm, yes. The new, oh, sorry. You were talking about other new niggas. Yeah, but definitely. definitely the newest nigga. My little burrito. Oh, my God. So <laughs> grateful. And uh, we will be doing you niggas proud. Um, to the old ancestors welcoming in the new, uh, let them niggas know. Let them niggas know. Put them niggas online. Put the- <laughs> Imagine Aretha Franklin and Entozaki Shange online oh with like Luther Vandross as the, what is it called? The big brother. <laughs> <sighs> in everybody's name we pray. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, man. Hey. Yeah, woman. Hey. Hey, everybody.
All right. I feel a little better than that. I feel something. Okay, yeah, I feel a little bit better. I feel all right now. All right.